Hello everyone and welcome to the CMO Stories podcast episode 26. My name is Yuri Bilast and I'm your podcast host. You know already this podcast is for marketeers, for tech entrepreneurs, for overall over the world, everyone that's interested in marketing. And today I am joined by Inbal Claudio. Hi, Inval. How are you? Hi, Yuri. I'm good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Coming all the way from California on my podcast. It's a nine-hour time difference. Your origin is in Israel, I think. Yes, I was born in Israel and moved to California when I was about three years old. So now let me now have a look at your introduction because people are wondering who is Inval. Well... Inbel was born in Israel, as, as I just said. And aside from four years period that you lived there in North Carolina, well, after that, uh, she spent the majority of her life in Southern California. And there, Inbel is currently living with her husband and two little daughters. As a candle maker, turned out tech founder, interesting. Her passion for networking with women entrepreneurs has led her to create like-minded collective, an influencer marketing platform and social community where female visionaries can collaborate and grow. Wow. Already, I love this introduction. So I'm really curious what you are going to tell me. So perhaps first explain a bit about your platform. What is it actually? Can you tell a bit more about that? Sure. So it's kind of changed. It's always changing um, like a tech platform does. Um, It's evolving and pivoting. But as of now, it's a social media platform for female founders. So we built out a custom platform where you can create a profile. You can search for other people based on keyword searches, industry. If you're looking for influencers, you can search by pricing to see if they're in your price range, follower count, location, and then you can message them directly on the platform. So if you want to ask them a question or collaborate with them, network, things like that. And then we also have a community feed where you can promote your business. You can introduce yourself. You can post freebies. If you have a question in business, you can post it there and have people um, help you out. And then on top of that, we do weekly marketing masterminds where I bring in a new expert every week and we talk something about marketing. So social media strategy, branding, copywriting, web design, um, planning and organizing strategy, all the good stuff that has to do with marketing. Once a week, we have a, a masterclass and then we do some brainstorming and networking afterwards. Wow. Sounds really interesting already, but it's for women, I've understood. Yes, so it's for female it's for women. Yeah, you know, I've also myself, I'm starting up uh, a CMO 100 Club is the name, and that's marketers, actually people listening to the podcast. But now, okay, starting up such a platform, it sounds really technical, I think, and less of it. Did you have to build this platform? Did you have like challenges? Because I don't think that you are a technical person. So how did that go? Yeah, I'm definitely not a technical person. Um, I so my my journey with developers has been tumultuous. I hired a company 
And my experience with that was horrible. They ended up outsourcing it overseas. And it was just eight months of lack of communication, um, language barriers. I was correcting grammar and spelling on the platform. It was very frustrating. And what I was told would be done in two months um, Mm -hmm. was not done in even eight. So I ended up finding somebody else who had somebody that he knew program it. But that person outsourced it. So I was in the same situation I was before. Um, Such a mess. We ended up firing that person and hiring somebody else who basically brought it like 95% of the way. Um, And by this point, we're like a year and a half past the date that I thought I would launch. And we ended up launching beta November First uh, of 2021. So um, I started working on it um, March of 2020. So it was about a year and a half later. Now I have a developer that is incredible. I just work straight with him. He um, is in the US. He brings me on with like Zoom to show me, okay, I'm going to do this. This is what I'm going to do. Like, why I'm going to do it. This is a better idea than this. Let's brainstorm this together. Um, And so it's just such a better partnership when now that I have the knowledge that I do to be able to work with a developer straight on instead of a project manager and having that middle person, which now is so unnecessary because (laughs) it was such a waste of time and money and effort, but now I'm more educated. So I'm able to be in a position where I can just communicate with my developers straight off the bat. Yeah, I guess you learned in the process. eh? So I had, before I started into marketing, I had a tech company and then I know we did tech projects and, you know, things can always be delayed for different factors. And if you are, if there are different people involved or intermediate, then yeah, they can really get frustrating. So if if there is something that you learned from that, because now, okay, you are wiser too, eh? because you learned probably into in the process and so but you know but perhaps better to define your needs if you look back so what would you have done different directly uh, hire someone that you know in your network or what would you do different so a few things when i first started talking to developers and getting different estimates as far as you know this is the functionality that i want this is the platform that i want to build how much is it going to cost how long is it going to take take that number and multiply it by three. (laughs) (laughs) So however much people tell you it's going to cost and however long it's going to take, multiply both by three. It's going to take longer. It's going to be more expensive. If I were to go back, I would definitely spend more time researching developers. In my head, I I had a six-month-old my husband was in the military and he was deploying for six months. And I moved moved with my daughter to my parents' house for those six months. So in my head, I was like, okay, I want to build out. Like I had a six month timeline. Yeah. So I wanted to just get things going where in all reality, it took two years <laughs> to officially launch instead of six months that I thought. So looking back, I would have spent more time really diving into the developer that I wanted to bring on my team, really diving into the communication, setting standards up front, really going through the contract and building out my platform with, you know, more details to where we didn't have to go back and forth. And I just didn't provide as much detail as I should have in the beginning. So there were still questions that were being asked. So, you know, more detail oriented put more time into working on finding a good developer would have made a big difference, I think. 
Yeah, you always, of course, learn and you don't know how it will evolve. You could have had luck also, but actually, yeah, you have things in your head and people that need to build it, they they see something different and uh, yeah, it never goes, you know, like the plan you have. But when I'm also wondering, you told me, yeah, you have a husband and you have also two children. At the same time, yeah, you are moving with friends again. So was it kind of a challenge to balance everything, you know, keep your life a bit balanced because you're starting up this company, it doesn't go as you want. And then you have little children. Uh, how yeah, did you so- manage that? When my husband was gone, um, I only had one daughter. She was six months old. Then my husband came back from his deployment and we moved back to North Carolina. Um, And then we got pregnant again. So I was pregnant and building this company and raising a daughter um, at the same time. And yeah, it was very challenging. I'm grateful though for the timing because I'm so much more busy now that it's launched than I was while I was building it. So I'm glad that I was pregnant and I had a newborn while I was still building it and not really as busy as I am now. So the timing, although it was, it was very frustrating in the moment, the timing worked out perfectly as far as personal life and business combined. Um, And then in June, of last year, my husband got out of the Marine Corps and then we moved back to California. So um, we came back to California and then two months later I launched beta. And then three months after that, I officially launched. So um, my daughter was like, my youngest one was I think seven months old at the time. So it was good timing for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. everything, everything works out. They always say everything works out. <laughs> yeah. The, the piece of the puzzle come together. You, you didn't know that, knew that in the beginning it would go like this, but now you see, when you look back, you say, ah, oh, finally it ended up well. So, uh, and you have this platform now that you have built that you've launched, But what I'm wondering too is uh, how is it different, for instance, when you compare this to other communities that are built on on, on Facebook or on Discord or on on other tools? How is your community different? What is what? uh, Yeah, what you? Yeah. So all these communities have bits and pieces of what we have. Um, you can join a Facebook group. You can post on their on their page. They're going to usually have restrictions of when you can post, what you can post, how much you can post. Um, we don't have any restrictions on our feed. We also have the search function that is so extensive. Facebook and Instagram don't have a great search function. It's just known. You can search um, and you'll get a certain number of people that maybe fit, maybe not. But everything is so like concise in our search function that you get exactly who you're looking for. And then you can message directly on the platform as well. So it's a one-on-one conversation message board. And on top of that, like I said, we have our master classes. So not only are we providing the community, the safe place for women to brainstorm about their business, a positive environment for women. Um, We're also providing that education. Social media and marketing, as you know, are constantly changing. So one person can have an amazing idea on how to build your business and how to market it. And then somebody else can have another amazing idea because their backgrounds are so different. So by providing new marketing tactics from a different point of view every week, I'm just continuously 
growing the educational aspect and the resources that we provide. So all the masterclasses are recorded. They're all on the events page on the platform. Um, You can access them directly there whenever you want. And it's just a great resource. So to answer your question, a lot of these communities have bits and pieces of what we have, but this is one space um, that has everything. Right. I would also say, if you look at, for instance, Facebook, then there are also other distractions on the platform and you don't own your platform either. So there are, that are also two sides of Facebook that I don't like if you would uh, launch a community over there. So, and, um, how much time do people spend on a platform? Is it like what, every day, every week? Um, how, how is that working? Yeah, so it's kind of like Facebook. Um, There's people who log on every single day to see what new people have posted, if there's any questions. Um, Like I said, we have an events page with all the resources on the platform. So there's a lot of people who go in, rewatch the videos. Like, for example, last Tuesday, we had um, this girl, Andrea, teach a class. She has her master's in psychology and she's a web designer. So she was really helping everybody go through their website based on like how your buyer is going to go through their journey. So it's a very psychological way of approaching the design process. So it was so interesting. There was so much information. Um, So even just going back on the platform and watching that video like five times over again, there's so much info. Um, and then we always have new people signing up. So there's always, you know, a reason to sign on to do another search to connect with more people. And yeah, so people are signing on daily to check for any updates. And are those people from the US or also outside of the US? Uh, What is a typical, the typical woman that is signing up? Yeah, so everywhere. Um, all over the world. The only thing is on your profile, there's a location that you can put in and that will only recognize US locations. Um, but you don't need to put that into your profile. It doesn't really have anything to do unless you're uh, an e-commerce or you're shipping um, and you really want to only look for people in the US the location doesn't really matter. So I have people from Europe, I have people from Australia, um, from the Middle East, uh, Canada, Mexico, Southern Southern America. Yeah, there's just lots of people all over the world. Oh, that, that's awesome. It gives a lot of fresh insights from everywhere if you are, if we have a mix of people like that. But perhaps another question. So people come on your platform, they find collaborations. and But why is it so hard for people to find a collaboration with an influencer or, or like that? Why, why is it so hard, do you think? Yeah, it's so, it's difficult because there's, so many things that go into finding the right collaboration. You know, you need to find the person who fits your aesthetic, who understands your company. I have also a candle company. So I'll use myself as an example. So if I'm looking for an influencer, I want to make sure that they're not just going to post a photo of my candle. So I infuse all of my wax with real gold. So the wax shimmers really, really beautifully. So if I'm looking for an influencer, I want to find somebody that I know is going to do a video I want to know that they are going to talk about the candle, this the way it looks, the way it smells, show photos of it around their house. And so you want to find somebody who resonates with you that way. Um, you also want to find somebody who has real followers, whether that be 
a hundred or a hundred thousand, you want them to be real genuine people. So they're not buying their followers. Right. And so, yeah, it takes, it takes research. It takes a lot of research and time to really find the right collaboration. But when you have a resource like this, like a platform or another influencer marketing platform, it's just a way to narrow down your search and to message. And it's like dating, you know, on the apps, you're going to ask questions, you're going to get to know each other. And then if it's a good match, then you're going to meet up or you're going to exchange product for goods or money. So you're going to start that connection. But I think a lot of people underestimate how much research it takes to really find that perfect connection and collaboration with an influencer and a brand for it to be a successful collaboration. Yeah, I imagine you you can be lucky, like you can be lucky with your IT service provider, but it can also, you can have bad luck too. So it's, it's it, but yet this community where people know each other and where there is like this trust and, and the feeling and, and what I was also wondering, how do those people, those women, how do they find your community? How do they do campaigns? Are you, okay, you're showing our podcast, but what are you doing to make you create awareness about your business? Yeah, that's a good question and something I'm constantly learning. Um, I am very active on social media. Um, I post reels and and um, things like that. And I really try to engage with every new follower that comes my way. So I ask them, you know, how did you find me? I would love to help with anything business related. If you have any questions, I just love connecting with female founders. And then aside from that, I, I talk about my business all the time. So I join Facebook group pages. I post about my business. I answer people's questions. Um, a lot of people post like, hey, is there a community for female founders? Um, I would love to connect and brainstorm. I'm like, oh, well, I just launched a platform that does just that. Um, so I do a lot of that. And then I actually just hired somebody to start working on Facebook ads. Um, so that is something that we're going to start pushing probably in a couple of weeks. Um, I've done Facebook ads in the past, really trying to get more influencers on the pod on the um on the podcast, on the platform. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been successful in getting the influencers. Now that I have the influencers, I want to get the brands and the businesses and the service providers and the aspiring entrepreneurs, um, people to really utilize the resources that we have. Okay. Yes. Sounds exciting, all of these things uh, that you're doing. and But there are, there are no secrets. Uh, so you're putting in the effort on social media also with engaging with people if you're not just sitting there waiting till they come. So that's important for people to know. Yes, there's a lot of effort. And I think it's also good to note that just building genuine relationships with people. So even just, for example, market research. I started to do a lot of market research, started posting like, hey, I'd love to do some market research for my new platform. Um, it'll only take 20 minutes and I'll send you a coffee. And just talking to women for 20 minutes, asking them questions about what they're looking for, really listening to what they're missing in their community of other female founders that they know um, is also a great way because you're there, you're talking to them in person, you're getting to know them, you're telling them about your business and kind of getting their reaction. And then we're like, oh, wow, this is an amazing community. I would love to join it. <laughs> then that's when, you know, there's nothing to sell. They're excited about what you have to offer. 
Um, I'm also working on getting an affiliate program running in the, in the next month. So I'm working on building that out. And, um, a lot of the people that are on my platform are, um, coaches or virtual assistants, um, copywriters. So they have a lot of clients that are female founders. So being an affiliate is just something that would come natural for them. So it's been really exciting to kind of build that out as well. Yeah, because they are there, they know the platform, they can easily know who is fit for the platform and invite other people to come on it. And if you, of course, are motivating them with affiliate fees, then I think it's it's a really good strategy to do so. You said you talked with others yeah, to get to know their problems and what they need and so on. Is that the way that you are using to stay up to date with what's happening in the industry, other things that you are doing to keep up with the newest trends and, and the newest evolutions? Yeah. Um, talking to people is the best way. <laughs> um, just really, you know, one question that I always ask them because yes, we're a social media platform. However, we're really a community, right? So I always ask people, if you had a Facebook ad pop up in front of you that said these three qualities of a community for female founders, and you were like, yes, this is the perfect community for me. What would those three criteria be? And it's so interesting to hear what people have to say, because usually they're very similar. People want a community that is engaging. They want a safe place to talk about their business and they want support. (laughs) So it's just, that's what we provide. You know, I think just a genuine place where people can come to grow their business, to connect with people either as like mentors or co-founders or clients, um, just a one-stop shop for people is what I found. Um, that's what they're looking for. But yeah, mostly it's just from the market research um, or from people inside my community. I like to ask them um, once in a while, like, how's everything going? Do you want us to talk about something else? How are the masterminds? Um, So talking to not only people who you want to bring into your community, but also nurturing those relationships of your current users because you want them to stay. So it's important to really take care of them as well. Yeah, not only put effort in like growing the community, but also keeping the people that are in there happy. And so because if they are happy, then you will have you will have a success and also they will attract other people. And if then those people come into the community, will see, wow, what is the day? And they will be excited. So I feel that it's already, you know, uh, you already have something big, exciting going on. But how do you see the platform evolve? For instance, if you, if you look at one year later, how do you see it evolve? Yeah, so I, I constantly think about that and I have to like slow myself down <laughs> because I really want to appreciate where the platform is now. But eventually my goal is to like right now I put on every event every Tuesday, um, give or take a few, but it's, we have a mastermind. So I would love to have the people inside the community start to build their own events. Um, and that would be an amazing goal. So for people who, um, you know, isn't someone who is a mom entrepreneur in New York city, like I would love for her to start a weekly meetup or a monthly meetup for her group. And then somebody else who's a military spouse, um, to start a meetup for them, um, you know, or somebody who Europeans who are on the platform. Um, so I want people to start creating their own little events 
in my community. That would be amazing. And then I really want to build up the venture capitalist and investor community as well. Like I want them to know that like-minded is like-minded collective is a place where they can come and find female founded businesses um, to invest in. And if now female entrepreneurs are listening to this podcast and they want to apply to become a member, how should they do that? Where should they go? Yeah. So the website is likemindedcollective.com. My Instagram is like.minded.collective. Um, there's three different tiers. The f- bottom tier is free. So anybody can create a, plat- a profile for free. Um, and then you get 10 days of full access. You can try out, you can come to our masterminds. And then there's two paid tiers. One is 41 and 65, just depending on what you're looking for. So if anybody's interested in trying it out for longer than 10 days, send me a message on Instagram or an email. Tell me you heard it on the podcast and I'll give you a free month. Um, so you can try it out for 40 days instead of 10. Whoa, awesome. So everyone listening, I will put all this information in the show notes. So if you just miss it, don't worry. Thank you very much for being a guest on my podcast, Inval. The time flew. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much, Yudi. I appreciate it. So guys, this was episode 26 already. As I said, my name is Yuri Bilast. I'm the podcast host of this podcast. If you know other people who will be a great fit for this podcast, just send me a message at yuri at eficado.com or find me on social media. I'm on Instagram, like Inval, my name, Yuri Bilast. Also on LinkedIn, perhaps you are too on LinkedIn, Inval, or perhaps less active. Yes. You are too on LinkedIn. LinkedIn too. So guys, you can find us there. Thank you for listening and I hope to see you back in the next episode. Bye.